pretty soon we're going to be in the midst of a total reorganization of society. Um, I think that that's what's coming. There's going to be a great awakening, I think, is one side of the dialectic. And I think that the Great Reset is the other side of the dialectic. And it's not going to be either or. It's going to be a combination of the two as we, um, you know, go forward in this cycle towards 2030, which the elites have kind of put as a big sort of singularity point. The only thing that's going to keep people's mind off such a deliberate destruction of the food supply is going to be some spectacle. And what spectacle could capture the minds of the people to such an extent? Well, it's going to be war. And what makes you left right now is whether you repeatedly support the current thing all the way through till you die. And as soon as you stop supporting the current thing, you become right wing. Right wing can be defined as those that don't support the current thing. Carbon 60 or C60 first gained notoriety back in 2012 from a study that increased the lifespan of rats by a whopping 90%. Since that breakthrough study, scientists have conducted thousands of studies showing C60 not only has a very real potential extending lifespan, but it also has been shown to be better than any other substance ever studied to reduce inflammation, eliminate free radicals, provide powerful antioxidants, and more. After the famous rat study, scientists at Live Longer Labs realized a human, not industrial, formula needed to be made. That's when they set out to be the first lab in the world to focus on what is best for human consumption of C60. This led Live Longer Labs to pioneer a high-quality, 99.9% .9 pure C60 refined without solvents in oils that work best for humans, and that is black seed oil. Look it up yourself. Black seed oil has been known as the universal healer for millennia, and more modern studies confirmed its benefits as a potent antioxidant and for anti-inflammation. Simply, it's not like other oils. It's better. To try this amazing product, go to sarahwestall.com under shop. Remember, members of Ebeneer save 10%, and all listeners can save 5% using the coupon found at sarahwestall.com under shop. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I hope you are all having an amazing day. I am quite happy that the mass mandates have been taken off the airlines. Now I can fly places because I just would not fly if I had to wear a mask. That was my line in the sand. I was not going to do that. So uh, I'm just pumped that those are not working. I don't know if you can hear, my dogs are in the background chewing on bones. They like to be around me. So if you hear like that chewing noise, it's noise. That's because my dogs are right next to me making all these sounds. I love my dogs. So if you hear that, that's my dogs. Anyways, I have Zach Voorhees, the Google whistleblower coming back to the program, but we're gonna talk about some of the geopolitical issues. He follows things like I do. He follows things. He hears things behind the scenes, but he has his own opinions. He believes that things are going to get uh, pretty, pretty ratcheted up here as the big titans start to fight each other. And that's what we're seeing play out. I got to tell you, the people who watch this show are probably pretty prepared. I don't think other than you know, having to deal with uh, maybe the stress and the chaos, I think we're going to be prepared. I Hopefully you've done all your, your work to be prepared. And those of you who know, know what's going to happen, we can just take it in stride. You know, fear, as they say, fear is your biggest enemy. So just take it in stride and know that there's not much we can do and have peace that you're prepared. And I think that will help all of us get through this. And then 
also do what you can where you can to change it because be the change you want to see where you can and don't feel that you have no power to make change you do when you have the courage to step up when you have the ability to say something or do something the more of us that do that the more things will change i think the mask mandate changed because people just got sick of it and when people in masks get sick of things or stand up they cave every time that's why we just have to do it in mass and we got to keep chipping at this and chipping at it and i see a change i see that things people are waking up so that is absolutely wonderful so let's get into this interview here quick but i want to tell you go to my website sarahwestall.com sign up for my newsletter please do that and share that with others also, we're still raising money for defending free speech. Go to givesengo.com, defending free speech, and give if you have not donated yet. It's really important. We are getting there, we, but we still have a little bit of ways to go. And you can also read the, the filing that we put into district court. I have all the links there. And let's get into this really good conversation with Zach Voris. Hi, Zach. Welcome back to the program. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you for having me back on. Well, I'm so glad that you're on. And you have been a fighter alongside me for the last few years. We've gotten to know each other pretty well. You know, we're both in that law. So you really helped organize it. You were the lawsuit that we're doing. You really were the catalyst to help get that, to get it going. And now I'm kind of, yeah. And now I've kind of uh, taken over some of the leadership of it, but not without your help. And we're still talking all the time. So I'm so thankful for you and everything you've done. You being the Google whistleblower, censorship has, has taken on a whole new meaning. It's, it's not about them just censoring the conservative base because they want to win elections. They are going after health. They're, go they're going after some really serious things. And we watched this evolve from just us in, in the early days of being censored, you know, where we're a shadow band and not getting the clicks, everything. We're all complaining to now it's becoming really serious and, and, you know, scary once you know really what their agenda is and how, you know, with the health thing, I think that was the worst because people not knowing that there's other, there's alternatives and, and it costs a lot of lives, frankly, they, they're causing a lot of death, but what do you think now that you have had some time to reflect where do you think we're going you know we've got musk doing his thing i mean what are you thinking is happening here um well sarah i think that what's happening is um the big boys are coming out to play um right now you've got russia um basically grabbing territory in eastern ukraine uh you've got iran uh, firing missiles through their proxies into Saudi Arabia, hitting their oil refineries. Um, China might be moving heavy weapons towards an invasion of Taiwan right now in Shanghai. Like they might be playing some games. We don't know. There's like rumors of wars, almost biblical, really. Yep. And um, what I think is going on is um, basically we're getting ready for World War III. Um, Everyone's got these fancy new robotics and AIs. And I think that uh, pretty soon we're gonna be in the midst of a total reorganization of society. Um, I think that that's what's coming. There's gonna be a great awakening, I think is one side of the dialectic. And I think that the great reset is the other side of the dialectic. And 
it's not going to be either or it's going to be a combination of the two as we um, you know go forward in this cycle towards 2030 which the elites have kind of put as a big sort of singularity point a confluence of different economic factors kicking in the fourth industrial revolution um, this incredibly advanced artificial intelligence that's coming online um, and right now we're in the very beginnings of that uh, transformation. And I think that this, um, this conflict with, with Russia is just going to keep on incrementally getting towards World War III and then finally it's going to break out. And right now what's really concerning is the grain and the food situation. Yeah, the starvation situation. Okay. I want to talk about that, but do you think that we're already in World War III, unconventional warfare, and then it'll move to a hot war? Or do you think that what we're experiencing now, because everything you said with people waking up and you know the, the things changing, it's happening now, but do you think it'll just go on hyperdrive or do you think it'll change in the way it's being done? No, I think it's going to go to hyperdrive. And I think that, um, see these elites, they're, they're going for the food supply right now. And yeah. the fertilizer prices are now skyrocketing. I thought it might skyrocket for a little bit and then like flatten out. But I was warned about this months ago. And now it looks like we're in a major food crisis coming up in the next uh, by fall. Because they're all um, talking you know. about it. Congress, they're talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. Yeah. And so um, the only thing that's going to keep people's mind off such a deliberate destruction of the food supply is going to be some spectacle and what spectacle could capture the minds of the people to such an extent well it's going to be war okay well let's talk about the food supply a little bit here food food is the number one way that tyrants use to manipulate and go to war with people the thing is is that what it's going to do is hurt the poor the poor are going to starve Middle class might right. be hungry and the people who are going to be okay are going to be the wealthy. Right. I mean, that's mm -hmm. what I, I mean, is that the way you see, cause there's going to be food. It's going to be scarce and expensive. Yeah. It's going to be scarce and expensive and you're going to need to have it rationed out. And do you think their goal is to thin out, just get rid of the poor people? I mean, what is their plan here? Because that's, what's going to happen is there's going to be mass starvation of people without much. Well, yeah, and they're gonna cry out to the government, you gotta help us, we're mm -hmm. starving. Um, and the government will have to come in and do food purchases at inflated prices. And that is a whole bunch of opportunity for these criminal networks to get in there and sort of absorb that money, price gouge. Um, I don't think they'll bring it to the point of starvation, possibly. I think that they could just use it to extract a lot of the money in a crisis and then use that crisis in order to topple governments. So um, please help me, government. Okay, we'll, we'll step in and we will save the day. And then that's their way of implementing some more reset situations. Right. It's going to be like color revolutions all over the world is what they're setting it up for. Like, I think that this is going to be the summer of the color revolution. It's going to be driven by food insecurity. That's going to give the crisis situation that, that's going to allow these, this, this hegemon to try to take out governments around the world. And um, it looks like a lot of governments are starting to react. China's reacting, China, uh, Russia's reacting. 
Nigeria, I think it's Nigeria, is uh, declared that they're going to default on their um, on their bank loans. Was it that or Sri Lanka? There ah might have been. There's another country that filed bankruptcy too. I think we're going to start seeing a, a mix of that going on. Now, what do you think of Shanghai being in this absolute hell landscape? I mean, people are committing suicide. They're jumping out their windows. They had this robotic dog walking around saying, resist your urge for freedom. Stay in you know, your apartments. It was creepy. And then they're collecting up their animals, putting them in bags still alive, waiting for the garbage truck to come by and throw them away. I, that was probably the worst thing I've, I've seen in a long time. What the hell is going on there? Some people think China is, is here, Xi Jinping is on the side of Trump and all this stuff, but I don't want that guy on our side if that's what they're, they're promoting. I mean, the best case scenario with China would be we want our sovereignty and leave us all alone, but not to come in and dictate to anyone else because that is the most extreme thing I've seen in my lifetime. Right. And the question is, what are they? What what are they doing? Like they've had three deaths, I think, is the official number, and they're they're locking down three million people over this. Like twenty million. That's not the twenty million. Yeah, Shanghai so, is twenty million. It's their largest city. It's it's mind blowing, and the question is, why why are they going to this length? It's obviously not to protect the lives of three people. So let's <laughs> dispense with that. Laugh, but um, yeah. So what is the gain that they can have? It's either a show of force. Um, I know that the Sassoon families, which are known as the Rothschilds of the East, uh, you know, have operations in Shanghai. It could be the communist, the Chinese Communist Party sort of doing a power flex. It can also be used to drive um, military hardware closer to, um, you know, eventual staging point to invade Taiwan. Um, I think that this is essentially a big, giant experiment that they're doing on the population in preparation for, um, you know, a conflict with America over Taiwan. I saw this video that was supposedly taken by um, a Chinese person, and there was a police officer that was fighting with her and said, you know, don't you know that, you know, this isn't this isn't because of us. There's going to be a war soon, a World War III with America, don't you know? And he ends it by saying, the only thing that can save China now is the Chinese Communist Party. And I went, okay, so what does this low-level security officer know about World War III? And well, he's going to know what he's been told, and he's going to be told through a chain of command. And the question is, why are they telling this person that there's going to be World War III in the United States? And, you know, look all around you. Yeah, their local propaganda is the Chinese Communist Party is going to save you. But at the same time, they're absolutely brutalizing their people. Right. So it's really a strange situation. I don't know what to think of that other than just to traumatize these people and then get them into a different state of mind or something. I, yeah, like you said, a big experiment. My gosh. Okay, let's talk about AI and you know, I'm not a big, I, AI scares the hell out of me because the real, most is machine learning. Any AI where the computer actually writes their own software and does their stuff, I think is based on human development and we're just not that capable. And so if you let an AI application go on its own, 
That is the dumbest thing you could possibly do. Yeah. And everyone's rushing as fast as they can in order to build the biggest uh, intelligence networks they can. Um, there, you might've heard about this thing called GPT-3, which no, is No, go a, ahead and say it. Oh, okay. So GPT-3 was something that Elon Musk's OpenAI produced. And it was essentially the uh, text prediction tool on your phone scaled up to artificial intelligence levels, like just massive. And that text completion AI actually, when expanded to its bounds, uh, forms general intelligence. And so the question on the bounds of its intelligence is how much data can you feed into these networks? And there's like a, there was like a limit of how many nodes it could use. And GPT-3's limit was around 8 billion nodes. Well, and Musk says, I don't, go keep going, say your point. Okay. Well, Google just announced this last week that they have a new AI system called Palm, and it doesn't have 8 billion nodes. It has 540 billion nodes. We're using and quantum so, computers, maybe? Nope, just standard, just really, oh, really powerful okay. computers with these GPUs, um, yep. these graphics cards. Supercomputer stuff, yep. Yep, supercomputers. And they're running it with, with supercomputers that only something like Google could have access to. We have and the funds for, yep. Exactly. And what they claim is that this system is able to score higher than the average person in math and verbal comprehension tests on, um, you know, essentially an IQ test. It's scoring higher than the average person. So it's IQ is above hundred. That's pretty incredible. The thing is, well, it's just above the average. It's not above the genius level or anything yet, but still they could probably get there. But the thing that is the dumbest and you know, cause your software engineer background as well as I am. And to actually program a computer to program itself is, is insanity to let it run on its own without a backdoor switch to turn it off because it's going to have some logic flaws in it. It just will because human beings programmed it. It will. And if you don't have some backdoor switches, we're hosed. Now, Musk said that he thinks that AI is the most dangerous thing that human beings, you know, to hit humanity. And maybe that's why he thinks that is because of it. its intelligence, its ability to, to go on. But if we are so dumb where we let this thing run without our ability to ultimately control it, then we will be committing suicide. Yeah, we'll be displaced because, you know, we're meat bags and we, you know, need a lot of resources in order to operate. And these machines, uh, they build, they'll build the next empire, right? Like it won't be with our hands that the next empire is built. It'll be built with massive amounts of machines. And so um, if you're trying to, uh, if you're a country and you want to get ahead, well, it's time to build lots of factories and build lots of, um, you know, uh, military hardware. And right now it seems really weird that the entire world's manufacturing base has moved to China. And now they're telling their own citizens that it's time to get ready for war, World War III with the United States over this like Taiwan thing. Yeah, and well, it seems like this is the globalist move because they said they wanted to move to the east. And that's the big question. Are they, this is what I'm trying to get at. Are, 
are, have the globalists moving to the east? Is that a for sure thing? Or is Xi Jinping pushing and Putin pushing back? Are people pushing back? And if they are having this globalist war at the high level, what does that ultimately mean to the average person? And here's the next thing. If we declare sovereignty, can we just opt the hell out of their bullshit? I'm sorry for my French here. Yeah, um, I think that uh, <laughs> I mean, we, we, we might be able to declare sovereignty. I mean, I think that it's hard in the United States because, you know, they're building these smart cities. Um, I think it might be easier somewhere in um, a little bit more rural outside of the United States where there's less technology. Um, I think that this technology is going to go to the major city centers first, New York, San Francisco. Um, they're going to be converted over. Um, and it's always going to be the countryside that are going to adopt it less. And what we have to realize is that, um, you know, the time of man is coming to an end. And we have to start preparing for the fact that this is going to be a war by the titans. Um, you know, they're going to clamp down free speech. My prediction is that all the ISPs, clients, and server side are going to start blacklisting sites um, that the media yep. declares are, are bad people as we get into this world war situation. And right now you're starting to see big elements like Elon Musk stepping into the fight as the world's or as the United States um, official richest person. Um, and this tech mogul is now taking a swipe at Twitter. And at some point we have to sort of sit back and let the Titans take over. And I think that that's the fight that's coming is between these nation states and these mega corporations and these hedge funds. And, um, you know, it's, and if, and if people want to get into the middle of that fight, they're going to be creamed. They're going to be disconnected. They're going to have their financial services cut from them. And the network's going to show you no mercy. Well, I think you're right. Although, it depends on where all these people land and if they think that you can forward right. their agenda. You know, if we have, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Depends on whether they think you're going to be somebody they can utilize as a useful idiot. I mean, honestly, we're all a bunch of useful idiots in their mind, but I am not going to stand down and say they're, I think in the eyes of God, I'm just as relevant as them. And so are you and all of us are. And so we can stand up for our own freedom and our own sovereignty, but we have to be smart about it. Yeah. You know, and, and, um, sort of, we have to be smart about it, but we've never seen anything like this. Like, um, I'm just beside myself because I didn't think that the AI would hit as fast as it has. And you know, we're kind of lucky in the fact that we're going to be able to witness history form. We've, we've never seen, you know, an intelligence like this, that it's literally the birth of a new type of like civilization. You know, I'm in awe, I'm in awe of it. But you know what, it can be great because all of this stuff can be used to advance humanity in amazing ways. There's so much amazing stuff with frequency and all these things that's going on. The important piece is getting the tyrants out of their spots so that we can, this technology can be used as a positive force for humanity in the world and not one where these tyrants turn us back to pre Magna Carta just with high technology. Well, yeah, and that's just why I feel like we have to like make 
communion with the people that are trying to make the difference, you know, like, yes, whether, you know, we were talking about whether Elon Musk is the real deal, whether he's a controlled op. And it's like, I don't know. But the thing is, is that we got to support the good forces, no matter what they are, uh, and hope that um, we can get a favorable outcome. Like it could just be that Twitter gets saved by Elon Musk. And wouldn't that be a surprise twist in the plot they've laid out to be able to save <laughs> It'd be us. amazing. There, there was this the- there's this theory put out by uh, Chris Dodd. He had this interview with Alex Jones and he was like, well, I've got this wild idea. It might go in a book someday, but what if like all these people like Klaus Schwab who are just like clownishly evil, you know, they're actually being set up by their puppet handlers to be the fall guy for um, all of this criminal activity and a charming, attractive person will enter and they will be sort of like a messiah figure and they're going to fix all the different problems. And then we're going to scapegoat all the people together and say, okay, well, it's this child trafficking, like drug trafficking, pedo blackmail eugenicist group. And then we all hate on them. We put them on trial and then um, essentially create the scapegoat system where we all come together again and, uh, you know, build this, this one world government. And I don't say that like, I, I feel that at this point That's it's biblical. Inevitable. Like I'm not, I don't want people to think, yeah, it's biblical. I think that we're, we're, we're coming up to biblical times right now. And the question with these people that take over is, are they going to have like a sense of sovereignty that they're going to allow? I hope that they do, because I think that sovereignty and decentralization is the genesis of these um, ideas that come out. Like you can't have a lot of innovation in a totalitarian system. They just don't innovate because everything's controlled. And I, my hope is that the elites understand that and that they've got a plan in whatever this movie and how it's going to unfold. To love somebody, the higher frequency, if you will, is freedom. To let people go and to want the best for everyone, you want their freedom, right? With some caveats of if you are, are hurting others, you're going to have justice, right? We have a justice system that works in place while everybody has their freedoms. The opposite end right. of that is tyranny, where everyone's controlled. That's loathing and hating your neighbor. That's hate. Right. And that's what they're moving towards. But yeah, I, I, I think that the biblical part of what you said is that Messiah coming up and not mistaking that Messiah for a good versus bad guy, you know, that we have to be careful. <laughs> I, I don't know, taking down a pedophile human trafficking networks would be the most beautiful thing, but there is something that there's supposed to be a messiah that comes who's a false messiah and that marches in, right. they clean up stuff, but then they march in their, their ultimate goal of a global society with total control. I think we're about to see the entrance of some sort of like false messiah. I think that's what they're gearing everything up for with the food crises, with the villains, with the Klaus Schwab's, um, they all need to be vanquished. The whole world's coming together to hate them. The secret's out. And you know what? They're not even really censoring it on Twitter. Like if you go and say Klaus Schwab is evil, da, 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 that goes on the networks. And we know that censorship is everywhere. So why are they allowing us to speak out like this? Well, you know, I think that this is part of the plot. Yeah. I think that we're, yeah, I think, I think we're, we're in a LARPO sphere. Well, and that's, you said that's such a great point because what Twitter allows 
gives you a lot of insight. Like you can't talk about anything with, you know, alternative health things that really work. You can't talk about that stuff. So that's part of their plan. They want to make sure that people die. But at the same point, you can rip on Klaus Schwab. (laughs) That's such a great point. You can find, you can figure out their agenda based on what they allow and don't allow. Right. Right. Like no one's complaining right now. They're like, oh, I'm, I, I put up a picture of Klaus Schwab and it gets taken down. Like it, they allow it to go past, they allow it to go through. And so I have, to, when I look at that, I go, this, they ha- there has to be a reason. Like, look what happened with the Hunter Biden laptop. Like when it really mattered and, you know, it was going to affect yep. their agenda of putting Joe Biden in, it was like, everything came together, like boom, 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 boom. Um, but not this. So, you know, the question is what exactly is going to happen? Like, I mean, everyone hates Klaus Schwab at this point. Like it's, it's like, why would they even put someone up like that in front of people or Bill Gates? Like Bill Gates is a villain. Like oh, he yeah, was hated back in the nineties. Dr. Even. Evil. Yeah. They're Dr. Evil on steroids. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. I mean, that's like the real life, and, but they're allowing it. That's not, well, Tulsi Gabbard is not, she's interesting because her work, she, she's so great on video and things and what she says is so great and I, I really like her and then we analyze what she's really thinking versus what she is saying and according to her vocal prints and frequency and profiles she doesn't believe what she's saying and she wow, was a so goal she, she's got young that too. global leader she she was a young global leader there's something up with her so people need to realize that she's not the legit deal that she's being made out to be because she was for partial birth abortion. She, you know, cause they're moving with these infant, uh, side, what do you call it? Infanticide. They want to kill these babies up to 28 days. They want to be able to kill murder children. And she was for partial birth abortion. She was for taking guns away. She was for their agenda. And then within two couple years, she does a 180. I don't know. I mean, you can do a 180 in, in these environments, but I don't know if it takes, it takes longer than two years. Yeah. She needs to come clean and say like, Hey, I'm not about that. I believe Naomi Wolf is legit because I've interviewed her and stuff in the past. And she was really for the, against the Patriot Act. She was really for some of these fundamental freedom things. And she's like, Holy crap, this is not the traditional liberal party. This is not what uh, a liberal or a classical liberal is. And she's, she's walking her talk and she's really putting herself out there. And I think she's legit, but she's not a congressperson. She's not in any position of power other than being an influencer. You know, she's a legit person, I think, but Tulsi Gabbard is not. So it's always strange. I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this, but like whenever I listen to Tulsi Gabbard talk, um, there's just something artificial there. And I don't know if yep. I'm the only one that feels it. You, you get no, the same sort I of- I think that yeah. that's what you're sensing, I think is what you know Sherry Edwards is coming up with, with all of her analysis. It's in, people who don't know, Sherry Edwards can hear hundreds of times better than we can and has been able to hear if people are lying and what they're true. She's been studied by many labs, including military labs. She's had multiple PBS specials on her before the world went insane. And you could actually talk about these things because you can't even talk about stuff like this anymore in 
you, they wouldn't allow this kind of inquiry into just basic science. Okay, let's talk about your amazing application that you have going because you have one of the solutions as far as how to deal with censorship. You know, we're suing. I think you got to be on all fronts. We, we're in a war, yeah. so we got to fight on all fronts. And what you're doing, I think, is a major part of this puzzle and one of the fronts we really need to fight on. And talk about your blast video, what it really is. Yeah. So, um, you know, I did this whole punch Google thing. Uh, it was a lawsuit, uh, punchgoogle.com. We raised a hundred and uh, what $37,000, I think it was. Yep. Uh, and we uh, did a lawsuit, tried to get an injunction to protect all of you content creators from the purging that YouTube was doing, uh, you know, to meddle in the election. And so um, we, we've been suing them. Um, the lawsuit is now, you know, continuing under your um, um, leadership. And I had to depart because I was like, I can only focus on two things, on one thing at a time. And the thing that I really wanted to focus on was this technology solution to censorship, which is uh, what I call blast.video. Um, it's not .com, it's blast.video. It's the best place for news on the internet 24 seven. And the way that it works is that it's an internet spider that scans different uh, platforms for 250 content creators um, and pulls their video links off of the other sites and combines it into one single website. It's like the YouTube recommendation algorithm back in 2014 of your favorite conservative uh, artists. And um, we feature 250 different artists on our platform. And the way that I aggregate all the content is I've got this very nice trending algorithm that works uh, using a, well, actually I open sourced it. So you can actually verify that it's organic. Um, it doesn't miss any trends that happen throughout the day, which is legitimately the reason why I say it's the best place for news on the internet 24 um, seven. I used this as my own personal dashboard for a very long time, but I was like, this needs to be something that is polished, released as a product. Uh, and now here it is, um, you know, blast.video. And, you know, if you find a better spot on the internet for news, then let me know because, um, you know, I, I intend to be number one. And I'm looking for the crowd for your help so that not only am I the best place for news, but I'm also the number one place for news in America. And that's the reason why I've got a crowdfunding right now at blast.video slash support uh, that will redirect you to a Give, Send, Go campaign where you can support my efforts to bring you unfiltered news from around the internet. And this is going to be really important, Sarah, because of the midterm elections that are going to be coming up. Yeah, uh, We know that they're going to be doing their platforming again. And Blast.Video is designed such that you will remain uncensored on our platform as long as someone is willing to host your video. Now, you know, depending on the amount of support that I get, I may actually implement a uh, IPFS uh, video server st uh, stream solution. Um, I've seen it in various stages in other things. So I know now how it works. Um, and I think that that would be truly the way to create a uncensorable, you know, um, uh, forum for public opinion. And so uh, I'm looking for your help, America. I really, you know, need your help in order to take this to the next level. Um, and if you are looking for the best place of news, please come to blast.video. Well, I've noticed that some of these platforms that claim that they're for free speech are doing the same crap that 
YouTube did before YouTube was actually really shut us all down. I mean, they're shadow banning us. They're deleting uh, listeners. They're um, doing leaderboards that aren't true leaderboards. You know who I'm talking about. I'm, I'm seeing that with, well, I'm seeing that with Rumble, okay? I, I, I hope Rumble gets their act situated because I would really like to see another good platform and maybe they're just getting a ton of maybe they're working through their issues i don't know but they're not always legit so how are you dealing with this and you know some of the because how do you know if a if a web or if a show is really good or if they're just being they don't have any real access because they're being shadow banned everywhere right and the thing is that's what's really disturbing is the fact that uh, there's a lot of sites out there that are artificially bumping up their numbers by yeah, how you get running bots that? doing, I mean, really what they should do at rumble is they should be able to detect spammy behavior and block it out. Um, but I think that this is going to be a big problem with AI as AI gets smarter. We're going to have a bigger spam problem. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know what it is. Do you create an account? Do you get an email? Like do you use an account? in order to view a video, it's a very hard question. It's not one that I'm actually prepared to uh, deal with right now at last hot video. I understand. Um, it's hard. I know. The, yeah. The only way that I make it have sense is um, I've got this like algorithm for trending, which I find videos that are um, a surprising number of views within a content creator. And so if someone's spamming the account and, you know, getting artificially high numbers in the same number, every single time, my, trending algorithm will actually not trend in either videos. And so that's the best way that I can to combat that. Yeah. You'll know that there's something wrong with that pattern. That's not a legit pattern, but how are you? Um, but in general, only if they're at the same level, if they spam at the same number, like, you know, when you've got a natural organic, it looks a little bit different. And so I, yes. I look for the organic for the surprising number of views within a content creator. And because of that algorithm, you can have the likes of like, um, you know, these, the smaller podcasters, uh, when they generate news, they get that like high view count for like, let's say someone usually gets 600 count uh, views, a video, yep. but then they get something that gets like, you know, 30,000. My trending yep. algorithm is going to find that and bring it to the top. And they're going to be able to get that trending video because um, my trending algorithm says, look, if there's a surprising number of views, there's a reason like people don't just like give their attention for nothing. And so it's yes. those trendings, those trends that I want to find throughout every given hour of the day. Oh, that's good. And it, cause it's just, that's what we want. We just want legit things to work. So <laughs> what are you going to do? Are you going to add people as you go, as you find people who are not, you know, who should be on there, who you didn't add initially cause you didn't know about them or how are you finding new people that are like this, this is a legit situation. Yeah. So I've got a Reddit board and if there is someone that I haven't added, people are coming to the Reddit board and they're saying, Oh, why don't you add this and that? And, um, and so I keep on increasing the, you know, the database of different content creators and people can check to see who is in the list and who's not in the list, because um, if they go to the settings uh, button on my website uh, and scroll to the bottom, they're going to see something called the inclusion list. That's my open source inclusion list uh, that contains all of y'all on my site. And so if there's someone that should be on the site and is not on the site, let me know and I will gladly add them. 
Well, what about um, people who just, you know, fly by night type people? Are you going to be careful? That's the hard part. It's like, you're going to have some, it's going to grow, right? You're going to have a lot of growing pains, but the goal is, is that you have the right intentions to do this. And even the way it is right now, it's better than what we got. I mean, let's be real here, but as you grow, how are you going to get rid of the ones who aren't legit and um, keep the ones who are? Or don't um, you know it's a problem that you're working yeah. on? Well, I, what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have a, uh, my, my intentions are to have the, a democratic sort of process of which we identify people that are intelligence assets, right? Like we don't want intelligence assets feeding information. We want yeah. naturalized individuals that are um, not puppets of anyone else because that's really where the renaissance is, um, is yep. in yeah. So how do we do that? Well, we have to democrat democratize the process of which we report bad behavior. And we don't necessarily even have to block people. We could even just put a warning label on them saying that like, hey, this person's been identified as possibly an intelligence asset um, and links to some of the wacko things that they might have said. I remember this one person, I won't name who they are, but they told me that they were a time traveler. So it's just like, okay, well, you know, and they're actually like, there's a lot of people that listen to them today. And, um, you know, it's like that sort of warning label, like, Hey, this person said some really sketchy stuff. And here's a link to that. That's the way that we need to handle it. Um, because over the, over the long arc of time, you're going to figure out who someone is, uh, it's really hard to hide out who you are, you know, and, and you sent me that video. And I thought that that was really interesting about Alex Jones and um, uh, Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks. Yeah. And I wasn't was just that like, interesting. I was like, whoa. Oh. Yeah. I'll put a link below it because I thought, wow. I not, then I went out and I asked some of my contacts who've been around for a long time and they're like, yep, he is. Like, yep. It was like no knowledge to these guys. The ones and that have so been around the, for a while. The thing like, is, oh, okay. is that we, well, I don't we, know, but go ahead. And I don't know either. Right. But the thing is, is that, you know, if, if that's a rumor that exists out there on the internet and, you know, if someone is an intelligence asset, cause there's a lot that are intelligence assets, we need, need to be able to just put a warning label as an act of freedom of speech so that we can, you know, help, you know, come to a consensus together on how to make sense of the world. And what's even interesting is that even disinfo channels are interesting because when they say something, you can tell that that's what the regime wants to be disseminated. And so you yeah. can sort of like see the flow and what they're trying to do next for their next chess move. So, um, you know, they just need to be properly labeled. And that's what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to create a sense making site for you, the person at home, because look, it's really complicated out there. And you need to know and understand what's going on, which is the reason why I like Sarah is because, you know, she thinks outside the box and, you know, she brings on guests that really, um, you know, the mainstream media is just not willing to have because they want to keep you in the dark. And yeah, they do. Um, Thank you. You know, and so it's really well, a safe space for conservatives like you and others like Sean, the SGT report, like the, how do we prevent that? He's a good guy. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot, there's some, you, you, over time, you start to realize who the good people are. We are, but we're in this space. So we start to realize it and see it when you work with people, people who are just trying to, they have a full-time job and trying to 
do this, they need a service to help them because it's, it's really hard. I mean, it's taken me a while and I still, I'm sure I'm still infiltrated. I have guests, but I know the ones I've had for years, I know they're the real deal. And I, while I think they are, I mean, unless they're deep undercover, but there's a difference in the people who are legit. We're all struggling to figure out what's really going on. And we're not afraid. Like I, we, I was talking to you earlier that, that there's still a really big wall because I call us independent journalists. We're just not influenced mm-hmm. by others. And there's a, still a big, huge wall of politicians want, willing to come on our shows and talk to us. The ones who are willing to talk to us are probably legit. The ones who aren't are still heavily influenced by the cabal. Right. They just will not go there. Right. They don't want to touch it to third rail, which is why it's so important that we preserve it. That's exactly right. This is, this is the, if we don't like what Musk says, this is, this is where he is legit. If we don't have this, we don't have society. We don't have a civilized society. We're going to lose freedom and civilization altogether without having freedom of speech. That's right. That's the reason why the founders of this great country made it the first constitutional amendment, because it's just that important. Like when all else breaks down, you need to have the freedom of speech in order to turn the thing around. Yeah, because yeah, we need to have a way of communicating and working with each other to get the good people of the world figuring stuff out because we don't have all the answers, but we sure have access to others who are willing to come forward and fix it. And that's what we need. We need that communication space. Okay. So people need to support you. Where do they go? Where, how, first they need to join your system. Where do they go? And then how do they support you? Um, So they can go to blast.video slash support, um, or you can go to giftsandgo.com slash blast video. There's no sign up required in order to use my site. Um, It's completely free uh, and no cookie tracking. So I don't even try to, you know, do anything funny on the back end. Um, and uh, yeah, give send go, uh, give slash blast video. Um, and that's where you can go to support me. Um, thousands of dollars are coming in. Uh, my that's great. eventual goal is 125. So I still have a long way to go, but uh, with uh, your support, um, I'm going to be able to get there. And my goal is to keep blast.video through 2024. Um, to have this website service you, have to bring you the best source of news on the internet 24-7. Um, I may get shut down by the midterms. We'll see what happens, but I'm going to keep in this fight for as long as we can. Look, I mean, I'm just, it's just like being honest, brutal. like it's the brutal. censorship right now is so bad. I, I can only imagine that everything, like if future me came through a portal and said, hey, everything got shut down on October 15th, I'd be like, well, that sounds like par for the course. So you know, I'm here fighting for that last stand, and I'm which is the reason why I'm launching right here in April um, and March because I want to get this out there now so that we can have it in place so that when sites start getting taken down with censorship, people know that there's a place that's going to be there that can't be taken down. And uh, I built my website so it can't be taken down. It's not tied into uh, Amazon AWS. Uh, I can run it from my personal laptop and update the, the site on a loop. So oh, that's um, it's there to, yeah. So, um, and look, you're not going to get that like parlor. They did all that. And then eventually just, they just got shut down. Yeah, so um, that was a mistake. I learned there. from their mistakes. Yeah. Okay. Well, and what is better? You're it's better than 
because if you go to BitChute, you see a certain amount of people. If you go to Rumble, you see a certain amount of people. If you go to brand new tube, you see a certain amount of people. Are you going to be able to, with your application, your site, you have them all in one spot? Because we only get, we're, in, we're all in our separate little bubbles, aren't we? But this will be a way to break that. Yeah. Can I show, can I uh, show the screen? Yeah, this bring is, it up. This is blast.video. Um, and this is the trending tab, which is the default tab. And look, oh my gosh, Chrissy Mayer, Newsmax, Scott Adams, Breitbart, Newsmax TV, Lionel Nation, Infowars, Mimology, um, The Last American Vagabond. Um, it's, basic, it's, it's my favorite ones, right? Sticks, Hex, and Hammer, amazing. Viva Free, great. Uh, Glenn Beck, awesome. Um, and there's Alex Jones. And I mean, this is the entire like trending place. Like, where are you going to get all the trending, you know, uh, topics of the day uh, other than this? Yeah. Maybe Twitter, if you follow the right people, it's really hard though. Like that's the reason why it's so good. Like you can't transfer your list on Twitter to someone else. You have to literally log into your account to see all the things that you see. Um, but uh, this is the reason why we have to have a conservative safe space like this. Right. So we've got yep. this independent. This is more like the micro blogs and stuff like that. Uh, it goes up to the size of uh, Tim Pool. Populist is Steve Bannon, Next News Network, Infowars. It's these high output uh, channels that just push a bunch of content to the networks and get you know tens of thousands of views. Then you've got mainstream, which is these behemoths and these titans like Fox News and Newsmax and OEN um, and Sean Hannity. He actually has his own thing separate from Fox. Uh, we also have health because health is just so important. Health, mm -hmm. um, you know, realizing that the pharmaceutical industry is trying to make your health worse allows you to be able to make the right health decisions. So keto was a big thing for me. Um, you know, it's, you got to get a full spectrum. Like, look, if you want to get the propaganda of the pharmaceutical cartel, you can go literally anywhere. Uh, but if you want to get all of the best health information, in one spot, the best place for that is right here on blast top video. And finally, we've got the news tab, which, um, you know, has all of the major right-wing news um, uh, papers right here on one single page. So really it's a one-stop shop for uh, conservative news media. Where would like people like me be? Uh, you would be on independent. On the independent. independent. And so like when mm -hmm. I put a new show up, it'll show up there and people can like if they, they join, they'll still get all the shows that I put up right when it comes up. Can they subscribe to certain people? That's a feature that I am wanting to uh, integrate, not in this version 1.0, but it's coming. Okay. So if I go to Sarah, there you go. There I am. So this, is your, this is your channel. It's all right there. And you didn't have to sign up. It just automatically grabbed all of your stuff. Yay. And it comes from BitChute. So are the totals are BitChute numbers, I can tell, because if you, yeah. yeah. Like some of them, like I did, some of the times Rumble has larger um, view counts or even Odyssey will have larger view counts than um, BitChute, um, some of my videos. But I don't care as long as they see them. That's all I care about as far as making sure people have access to them. Right. Yeah, so exactly. that's a great thing. Okay. And I'm, I'm, awesome. I am working. I am working to be able to merge your different channels together into one. Like, you know, it's like you have a video and it's posted in a few different places at the same time. And I'm working on an algorithm to 
detect those are actually the same video and then merge it together. Well, the, the thing is, is then that'll help with the trending, right? Because let's say it has, if it has 30,000 views on all three spots, then you know that it's doing better than normal or something, but it might not, I don't know. I'm just kind of brainstorming, but yeah, this is, this is really, this is really great. I mean, it's what we need. It's like a, um, those news sites, like what was a big one drudge report that turned into something that they took it over. I mean, it used to be really good, yeah. just an independent thing. And then they took it over and now, but there's a lot more popping up now, which is a good deal. Uh, so that that's going away. So eventually this will be the thing. They just, they, they're not going to get away with it. We just keep popping up everywhere. I think that's try, probably driving them nuts. And that's why they're trying to figure out how to do censorship on a whole new level. And who was Drudge, right? Like, was he even a real guy? Did he sell out? Like, you know, it was like, he was, he was like, he was like this guy that had the number one news source on the conservative right. And I don't even remember seeing his face once. How could he stay out of the spotlight that it seems something's weird with that whole story. I think so too. I, he might've been, they set you up, they take it over like Google, they took it over. And then once they had everything, then they switched it out. Yep. I mean, that's what they're doing. Okay. So um, one other thing I want to add, oh, the whole conservative thing. I don't even think I, I never thought of myself as a hardcore far right nut job. You know, I'm labeled that now. I always thought I was just kind of always in the middle, but now I'm on the right. The problem is, is that anybody that's pro-America, classical liberal, all the way through, you know, classical conservative, that's on the right right now. Anybody who was just an average citizen 25 years ago would be considered on the right right now. Yeah, really, it really is like that. It's amazing. Yeah, things have really changed. So uh, most of the people I know who consider themselves Democrats, I'm like, uh, I don't, I really don't think you are anymore in this new landscape. Like Cynthia McKinney, I'm like, Cynthia, I think you're a conservative now. I mean, based on the way these, she's laughed. I'm like, seriously, she's what well, I, I, and I know she knows that I, <laughs> that's it, that I'm right. Uh, Cause she didn't argue with me. And the point is, is she was always a Democrat, but the way this stuff is going is that anybody that's pro basic values and wants freedom is on the right. Yep. It's, it's um, what makes you left is if you support the current thing, the current, and that's thing. what's com- the current thing, like whatever the current thing is. And now the current thing just rotates in and out so fast that, that, that it became the current thing. Like the current thing was coined by what was it? Uh, Mark Andreessen. Yeah. That was, you know, really it was like, great. you support the current thing. And it's just like, wow, that's exactly what it is. It's the current thing. And what makes you left <laughs> exactly right now is right. whether you repeatedly support the current thing all the way through till you die. And as soon as you stop supporting the current thing, you become right wing. Right wing can be <laughs> defined right. as those that yeah. don't support the current thing. I like that so much better. That's exactly right. If you think for yourself, you are now a right wing nut job in the, their media. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. I like to be a right wing nut job at this point. The current thing is a right. It's almost like a it. banner of uh, banner of honor. <laughs> exactly. If you're not brainwashed, if you're not completely manipulated, then you're on the far right. 
Well, thank you so much. Give us your website again, where you they can donate and how to go to it. And then we will uh, end this. This has been a great interview. For the best place in news 24 seven, it's blast.video and then slash support. If you wanna throw a penny in the tip jar, it really helps a lot. I'm gonna be trying to deliver the best place for news uh, through the 2020, uh, 2024 election. So uh, help me do that. Um, Blast.video, bookmark it today. Thank you so much, Zach. I really appreciate it. Thanks for being in this fight with me and please stay strong. I will. Thank you very much, Sarah.